0: And I'm live. Excellent. Yes, I'm back with another one. Uh, No, first and foremost, thank you very much. Uh, I've seen us a couple of uh, listens from the first couple, well, the first pod. Yeah, blown away, to be honest. I think there's seven or eight eight listens in it so far. So, no, like I said uh, in the vlogs I've done and the previous podcast, even if it reaches one, two, handful of people, then Brill E. Ante, well no, gonna come back with a bit more of a happy, bit more of a happy-go-lucky one, bit more hopefully, a bit of an inspiring one. Uh, if you can hear music in the background, I'll check before I carry on, but I've obviously got my earphone in, just so I'm not sat here in silence, waffling on to myself, but no, hopefully like I say, it'll be a bit inspiring, I'll go over a bit of kind of coping mechanisms I've had in my life and, and what's inspired me and hopefully it may give you the inspiration or might kind of the realisation that you might be going through it now, but it's, it's you know, it's not just you that's been through it. So they does sometimes feel like that. But yeah, hopefully, I'll be well, and we'll get to it in a second. See you on the other side. And I'm back. Excellent. Right, not like I said in the preview. I'm just gonna go over kind of growing up and coping mechanisms and the way I kind of was and how I got through things through life that may resonate, may not. Even if you know, like I say, a handful, a handful of them might or just the one, then jobs are good. But hopefully it'll kind of resonate to some degree and, and hopefully get through to someone and it'll help them. So, yeah, no, that is the kind of bones of it. But may as well start from the top. Uh, no, with kind of school days. Um, I was always not a bad kid. But obviously, I've got le- learning difficulties in dyslexia and ADHD, not necessarily learning difficulties was always deemed a disturbance or an annoyance uh, to others, only because it didn't stimulate me enough, to be quite honest. By looking back now, um, the way I learned was different to little Jimmy, Janie and James in the corner. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit of a disruptive influence, uh, as they say, but nothing nothing bad. Um, in school, I was, yeah, Bang, average, <laughs> to, to tie in with the pod uh, of just your average, Sean. But no, it was not the best. I wasn't the most academic of people. I'm a practical learner and a visual learner, not, you know, read a textbook, listen to me and do as I kind of say. It, it was never my it was never my way of learning. Like I said, a visual side and a practical, and you know, being more hands-on. Was my my way of doing it. Um, As life went on in school and whatnot, I was bullied a lot to be to be quite honest. Um, But with me, (laughs) there's the thing in you where it's fight or flight. And for me, it was always fight. Unfortunately, I'm a big (laughs) a big kid as as I am a, a kind of a big a big gentleman nowadays. So. I did some damage to be quite frank. Uh, not that I'm proud of it, but people poked the cage. And uh, uh, I love the quote of everyone sees the reaction, but they never see, you know, the the antagonization, which which was the case very much with me, um, in pretty much from junior school onwards. You know, schoolyard bullying and whatnot is, is rife. Not even today. I don't care who you are, what you are, you know, girls and boys slagging each other off left, right, and centre. It's part of life. It builds you, or it consumes you. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't have the output. I was one of them. You know, I was fight off flight and I just, I'm not. I'm not proud of it. I'm not saying it to be, to be. Oh, I was well out because I, I probably wasn't. But the, the the difference was, I'd go out and if anyone had been having a go, <laughs> I'd go straight for him. And like I say, I was a big, bigger kid than than the majority in in my year, and sort of at at the time and, and where I was and stuff. Like I said, not proud of it, but it's the way I coped. And there may be others listening to this who may know me, uh, may not, who may kind of similar similarise with me. And um, like I say, at the top of the pod, reiterate the kind of that point of oh, I was like that. Um, and maybe I'll take that on board it's not very we proud of and I'm not proud of it but I wouldn't take no shit <laughs> to, to be quite frank whether it be in, you know sports in the class <laughs> the teachers um the, the lot you know if I felt I was being backed into a corner and prodded and I'm, I'm a coiled spring i'm I'm gonna spring out and lash out at some point um obviously in, in older life as life's gone on you learn to adapt thankfully I did because if I didn't I I may have ended up killing someone in in later life because even to this day I'm coming up about 30 31 still get bled still get people well people still got knobheads of the world who think it's right to belittle and demean but the way to do it is just kill them with kindness you know the comeuppance will come kill them with kindness you know, as I'll, I'll kind of go over a bit in the in the pod today, uh, just educate yourself so that you can come back with, you know, pretty much anything <laughs> and combat combat people like that these days. You know, I will talk some shit and I will probably be wrong in some cases, but I'll then go and educate myself if I am, and, and I'll hold my hands up if I am wrong. That's that's the, the thing about it, you know. Fortunately, through school and, and my kind of, early teens to late teens before I did eventually kind of leave school. It was a case of adapting and getting through it. Because for me, 16 years of my life were, well, 14, 13, 14 years of my life were pretty much wasted. If if, if I'd have been around 30, 40 years ago, I'd have been down the pit probably or, or doing something like that, maybe not the pit because I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to be contained down there. Um, as later life's kind of shown an active kind of job is is the way for me which obviously keeps my mind stimulated and keeps me motivated to go for it but like I say back then I was put off doing GCSE PE and things like that because the knobheads who used to take the piss and used to bully you know, down my like schoolyard bullying they were all there so I didn't want to hinder my own progress knowing not them knobheads were there and it may lead in me getting in in more shit for just sticking up for myself which you know for me would I encourage sticking up for yourself through violence no but do I understand why it's still very much there yes because the teachers don't have any power the school kind of yard attendance stuff don't have much power You can't do anything these days. Um, As then it it was kind of in that transition, you know. There's no fear, as it were, when it comes to that. You know, you just get sent home. Which, when you're a kid, brilliant. I get to go home and I get to dick around for the day or for the week or whatever. You get put in isolation. All right, I'll be out of it again in a few days. You know, for me in my experiences, it wasn't detrimental. But it was in the same degree. Obviously, I <laughs> got expelled a couple of times and and isolation more than I can remember. But not for doing something wrong in my eyes. If you kind of see where I'm coming from, because all I did was stand up for myself. Um, but obviously, that it wasn't deemed as that because I went and twatted someone. I went and you know performed what what later would be known as a takedown. Um, do I regret doing it? No. People to this day will probably know me as that knobhead in school or that one who just battered people or it. but that wasn't, you know, I wouldn't batter someone for battering someone's sake. It was, you know, from being antagonised profusely and, and, and bullied, downright bullied, to be quite honest. Um, other than that, I'd, I'd like to think I was not a, a nice enough kid as later life has gone on the show, you know what I mean? I can work, and I can work fucking hard, to be quite honest, and I can progress through life and gain qualifications and such. So it's not a case of me not being academically inept. It's a case of academia was inept to deal with me and teach me how I needed to be taught, which people, I'm hoping listening to this, will feel in a similar boat. You know, it's frustrating enough being a teenager with all your hormones and stuff going around without being picked on, without being bullied and without feeling like a bit of a... Not an idiot, because I didn't feel like an idiot because I knew what I was doing to a degree, but not being taught it in a way that I could adapt to and then execute, if you know what I mean. You know, I'd write English statements or whatever. Even now, to this day, I will read it, read it, read it, Google specific words because I'm not too sure or, you know, something fits a bit better um, and statements and things like that you know I will to this day write it out read it write it out again read it write it out and it could happen three, four, five times I can read a book I can read you know something on my phone you know read a Kindle or whatever and I'll read the same line three or four times Um, but it's just coping and adapting around Kind of, not necessarily the pitfalls, but adapting to what I'm—I've not got built built in, if you know what I mean, like ready made and ready to go. So yeah, no, like I said, if anything, I probably worked or had to work twice as hard because I had to learn it. Whoever's generic-y way, you know, someone in a suit many years ago would they do it this way and this way only, while then adapting it so that I could put it into practice for myself and put it into my way, if you know what I mean. And I'm not saying that to to sound like a big head or to sound like I'm I'm the, the, the clever fucker here, yeah? because I'm not. But it was a case of I had to adapt to pretty much everything that I was getting taught. Um obviously my reading was always a bit bit of a struggle writing still now. Like I say, I've got my, my folder in front of me now and I'm struggling to read some, some of the words I've written. But some days I'm on it, some days I'm not. You know, it, it's it's one of them. You've got to adapt and you've got to kind of adhere to what people want. Uh, sorry, you've got to adhere to what to what they want, like driving a car, but then once, you, once you've passed, you kind of adapt it to, to what works best for you. And that's what school was like for me. I had to adapt it as best I could to get through it, to be quite honest, which I was failed to a degree by the system. Um, and I'm not saying this to say school's wrong and this, that, and the other. I'm not getting to get, get get a good education. It will help you tremendously. But it didn't work for me. And it doesn't work for a lot of people out there. Um, it isn't some call to arms to change the system, but I know for a fact there's there's a hell of a lot of kids, some that I went through school with but didn't have the capability to adapt in that way and probably, well I I don't really know because I I don't know them these days but they may not have been able to adapt it to the outside world either and to obviously the the life that they, they are now living and I'm not saying I have perfectly, but I have well enough to go on and get NVQs and pass courses and become, you know, a swimming instructor and gym instructor, fitness, all that jazz, you know, the practical side of it where I kind of excelled at in the coaching and, and kind of teaching side, which which is funny because I've gone full circle. I kind of teach now to to a degree as, as a swimming instructor and a fitness instructor, which, you know, is something that I could not have fathomed fifteen years ago when I was jacking school off to go and do some, you know, practical learning. But yeah, no. The overriding kind of message here is adapt as best you can. You know, if you're feeling like you're not quite good enough or you don't know what you're doing, you you're doing exactly fine. You know, exactly fine, you're doing you're probably doing fine. If not better, <laughs> the issue is obviously the system isn't rounded enough that everyone's accepted in it. Because if you can't learn this way or that way, and it's it's the overall as well the amount of kids, unless you've got it, you know, and you get it there and then, you know, they struggle. Not necessarily ones with learning difficulties and you know issues. With, with the kind of way the system is it's overstretched to a dramatic degree and I'm not getting into politics because I can't be bothered but it's one of them um, you know even kids that are quite savvy in the terms of academia are getting left behind and it's not because they don't know what to do it in all because they're, they're not too sure what to do it's just because they haven't got the time and they haven't got the kind of whereabouts from the the teachers to to help them point them in that direction, whereas I was in that situation 15 years ago, and just had to try and adapt it as best as best I could. Like I say, art was one of my better subjects, which which says everything to be quite honest. Where I could express and be practical, hands-on and doing something, uh, I went and kind of excelled in. I think projected. I think I was projected a C, which is quite a good mark in art. Obviously never never did any GCSEs, left school or nothing, which I'll get on to again. Um well, didn't didn't, went back and did some. But yeah, no. It's it's not the be all and end all is my kind of overriding message to this. And if you are struggling, and if you are kind of thinking, Oh, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, I've not got this grade, I'm not gonna get the grades I wanted, or the grades I should have got, or whatever, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Some of the smartest people in the world or some of the most successful people in the world are are like me and left with either nothing or, you know, very little very little in way of education in terms of the academia of, you know, getting your GCSEs or your O levels or whatever it whatever it was in your day. And there will hopefully be people listening who will be in that boat who will now be kind of put at ease a little. Obviously it's over in England, it's near enough GCSE time and all with this current situation. There'll be in this year. But it's not the end of the world, to be quite honest. It's not the end of the world. And that's not me saying, oh, don't worry about it, just jack it off. If you're good at it, do your best. But if you are kind of stressing and making yourself ill over something like this, it's it's not the be all and end all. Don't don't let it kind of rule your life, you know. Try your best, but it isn't to be all and end all. Like I said, I left school with nothing. i have done practical practical learning for the last year and a half, two years of school, which is going away painting, brick bricklaying, and kind of labouring, doing bits. Child labour, technically, <laughs> but it gave me that work ethic which I had while kind of giving, well, giving me, opening my eyes to what was to come. Um, Like I say, I left school, went and got a job straight away. Uh, Went to college to get the equivalent grades that I needed to get on a sport course. Got my grades, got the equivalent of a B in maths and English. So, clearly not a thicket if I got uh, the equivalent of a B. So... Yeah, I was quite happy with that, got on my course and the rest is history, went through that, got that, got a job in the meantime, Uh, passed the courses even, so I get that, yeah, passed the courses uh, over three years, left college, got a job while playing rugby and starting my Root into professional wrestling, which I will get onto. Also, I'll probably I'll probably split it again, do a bit of a two part. But we'll get into that a bit later. But no, in terms of education and and that side of it, don't stress, don't fret, don't worry about it. You'll find your way. You'll find your way. If you want to get there, you'll get there through hard work. You know, having top marks doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be the top dog (laughs) and you're going to go and conquer the world means fuck all really, to be quite frank. Don't get me wrong, it will help you. It'll give you that edge to a degree. But it won't give you all the answers. It won't give you that common sense. It won't give you that savvy to get out in the world and and kind of get what you want. And that'll come with life experience. Um and getting out there and doing. But yeah. Overall kind of like I say, the overall kind of feeling for this one don't worry too much it's not it really isn't the end of the world uh, if you don't quite get the the, the top marks you know the, there's some 18 year olds who've done more in their life than some 40, 50, 60 year olds you know it's not the time you spend doing it that matters it's the person you know if you are that driven and if you do want something that much then you're going to go and get it regardless so don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But that's pretty much, like I say, a nice little segment on just dealing with life. <laughs> like I say, even in the wild of life, shit don't get any easier. If it gets worse, you get bills. <laughs> you know, you wanna, as in my case at the minute, get a get a second house, uh, get a get a family started and and move on to the next kind of chapter. But that was the kind of like I say, the the bones or the wasted time, as I like to call it, which wasn't wasted because to a degree, you know, you no matter what you're doing, you're learning, and you never stop learning as much as you kind of think, oh, I'm never going to learn, I'm never going to read a book again, I'm never going to do this, never going to do that. You never stop learning. You're always taking stuff in or you're always adapting to something or making it work for you. But, yeah, right, I think I'll call it on this first chunk. Because I'll go into, like I say, professional wrestling and how I got into that and general kind of life and how to adapt to it. But yeah, thank you for listening for the first bit. We'll have a quick breather and we'll be back in a little second. <laughs> and I'm back. Excellent. No, uh, like I said, kind of carrying on from part one or the first bit. I was deemed, you know, someone who was going to end up in jail or just end up to nothing by teachers. You know, I had one of them tell me that. I had one who was brilliant with me, who, you know, agreed that academia wasn't for me, but I had kind of one of my senior, more senior teachers tell me that I was going to amount to nothing and just be a thug a criminal. Nice to see I'm not. Funnily enough, funnily enough, I think as a swimming instructor, I've taught someone from their family. <laughs> Which is funny because, you know, this fog and this person who was going to amount to nothing, not too shabby. Teaching, you know, someone of your family eh, how to swim. But no, yeah, no, i would laughed at that before and I've, I've spoke to people about it and it's just hilarious to be quite honest. But, you know, I see now, <laughs> given that, I'm not saying I've made something of myself. I'm no, no better than anyone else that I know. You know, I was hard, start working and get on with my life. But yeah, it's funny. It's funny to see, because I can only imagine back then they probably did deem me as that and probably did, you know, patch me into that, that square that they wanted, wanted to throw not just me but a few, a few people who just didn't, tore the line as it were which I've never done, to be quite honest. But no, getting on to this part, like I said, will get away from from the school side and get on to what I've done since, to be quite honest. And it may inspire, it may not. Like I said at the top, it'll be what it is. If you can take something out of it, then it instils some sort of inspiration or instils some sort of get up and go or some drive, then jobs are good. But no, pretty much, when I was a kid, I used to love wrestling uh, and football. Used just play rugby as well. I was pretty good, to be quite honest, at rugby. Uh, really good, in fact, when I was younger. Um, as, as I've got a bit older, <laughs> got a bit bigger and slower and things change. But no, when I was a kid, I was really good. Uh, football, I was half-decent. Big lad, so decent goalie, the classic. I was always tall, so even in, even in kind of early 20s to mid-20s. Yeah, no, it's
1: good.
0: It's good, but the main thing, what kind of mid-teens got back into wrestling, and from from when I was a kid and stuff, watching it all the time, and I just thought, I don't mind doing that, so I did. Basically, the way it came about, I just looked up professional wrestling uh, in England, UK, America, contemplated how much it was going to cost, contemplated how far, blah blah blah. The basically the thing that kept coming back was had to get to Manchester, which at that time as a 16, 17 year old, didn't have a car then. Uh, was learning to drive at 17, 18, but obviously didn't pass the test and didn't have a job. I was still in college, so didn't have the means, you know, I'm not from a not from a privileged family or or someone with with much money. So it was because case of how how can I do this? Not not a case of if, it's how, because I was going to do it. And eventually, found a ways ways to a means over the bay in sunny Markham. Uh, Obviously, in Lancashire. So, ended up getting to the school that was there, which isn't there anymore, unfortunately. uh, Which was XWA at the time. Later, paid promotions. But, yeah, it was... When I went, it was something that just felt right, like when you put a pair of jeans on and you haven't put on for a while, and it just they're just snug, they just feel right. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I went, I went and just watched. I didn't take part. I think I was nineteen, twenty at this time. I know it was March, March or April. Must have been twenty because I think it wasn't long. Oh, it wasn't long till so I was twenty-one. I think I went in March to have a look, and then I started in April, but it just felt right. You know what I mean? Like I said in the first part, that practical side, because obviously as a kid, as all lads normally do, you wrestle and you fight, and and, and you kind of play it out <laughs> in your bedroom with your mates or school in the schoolyard, on you know on the on the grass pitches, and yeah, it just felt right. Twinned with the fact I'm six foot four at this point, a little bit on the chunky side of things, probably 18, 19 stone, but could move. That's the one thing I could always do. I was always quite light on my feet, given that I'd kind of been involved in sports and stuff the majority of my life, from, like I say, being a kid to to young adult at, at, at this point. And I'd always been big, I'd always been a big kid and and subsequently a, a big adult. Which you know, six foot is quite quite tall these days. You know, not giant, but an imposing-looking figure. Which wrestling, as many people will know, especially in, in the British Isles, anything over six foot is giant territory. Obviously, over in the states and and stuff, you're probably average. Which had probably have been been better, because then I could have coined the gimmick, your average Sean. But I digress. No, basically, I started. It was it wasn't even tough don't get me wrong it was hard on the body but with playing rugby and football and and the job I had obviously I was fairly fit Um, I got into the gym I seriously started getting back into the gym again at this point as I'd obviously started started my my gym kind of qualifications and stuff so I was in there anyway for, for work so it made life even easier and I'd spend you know hours and hours which again is is that drive that especially in wrestling it's that individual individual drive it is very individualistic as much as it is kind of a team thing when you when you do go through it spoiler it, you know it isn't i'm going to batter you then it's my belt because I'm a big guy i would have just lay on most of them <laughs> but yeah it's 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 a dance it's a dance you know you've got to work with your partner but no, yeah, in terms of the training side, it was brilliant. Um, like I said, it, it just felt right doing it. And the first time you take a bump uh, in the ring and run the ropes and stuff, I'd watched it that much that it was like just tingles. You know, and I'm sure there's people who may listen who've kind of been and trained before or, or are wrestlers even. But yeah, you just get that. You get that sense, you just get that, the tingle. You know what I mean. The airs stand up on your neck, and even now going to shows and stuff, it's like I'm a lot calmer and a lot more controlled. But not necessarily because I don't care as much, because I do. But when it gets closer, the old, the old, the nervous piss starts coming. You know, you don't necessarily need a need a BB, but you go anyway because you do just get that rush of adrenaline. You get that. That tingle, you know, them airs stand up and bell time comes and, and you're out there. But once you're out there, it's, it's a completely different kettle of fish. Uh, but again, I digress. I Obviously, back to the training stuff, which the training side, I loved. Um, it toughens you up. It's hard. It is hard on your body. But as I mentioned, I've done training, 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 whether it be for rugby, football, uh, boxing, boxing. I've done all that in in my younger days, and continued it through my teens to to young adulthood in open age football and and rugby. So it's not like I didn't know what was coming. Twinned with the job I was in, you know, it was an active job, and I had gym access. So yeah, smashed it. But th- there was a time when I started, when I kind of switched on and just took that plunge to take it serious and you know hopefully down the line possibly go somewhere with it and I literally stripped everything I didn't drink fizzy pop I didn't touch sweets I didn't touch anything that was going to detriment the kind of training side of it and I would just literally drink water or cardio with water eat rice and eat bags of it uh, tuna steaks were were all the rage for me steak every now and again if I was if I was a bit flush uh, and bags of frozen chicken which I still get from Iceland and they are the dogs even now but that was pretty much it that was the the diet of champions oh sorry no like kind of euro cakes and stuff as well but that was it for about two years two and a half years I pretty much just had that that was it <laughs> which looking back now is madness, but the mental kind of strength and the mental capacity to just go, right, I'm doing that, is something not you've, you've just got, I guess, because to go and do it now, thinking about it, not a chance. <laughs> but back then, with that drive and with that goal in mind, I smashed it, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd travel with, with, with a... With a couple of guys from Barrow, or or, or one of the lads who who came through from Barrow as well, great guy. Um, he he probably should be doing more in terms of wrestling because he was brilliant. Um, but again, I'm digressing. Uh, you know, just being that strict, being that stringent, it's part of it. Uh, and there's people who've probably done it, and you know, they might think this is nothing, but. For someone who'd been deemed a failure and not going to go anywhere in life and so on and so forth, at that point in my life, it gave me that toughness. And it gave me that kind of drive to to do it. And that's, you know, the overriding point is it gave me that drive. No one was instructing me to, no one was giving me the plans and the meal plans and whatever. You know, I was figuring out as I went along. Luckily, I had that knowledge to a degree because I'd done gym courses and the nutrition side of it and all that which, to be honest, the nutrient side probably wasn't that great because I wasn't having a <laughs> rounded enough diet. But the drive and the determination didn't didn't really it didn't matter because, regardless, I, I got in decent shape. Uh, I think I ended up getting down to about 17 stone from 19, but it was a trim 17. Looking back now, I used to think I still had a gut on me and used to think I was still a bit chubby. I wasn't. Um, but it's, it's just that pressure you put on yourself to try and look that bit better or try and be that bit better, which in pressure wrestling, you know, the looks are everything. You're looking at guys coming, coming to shows and stuff and they're in far better nick with their six-packs and, and all that jazz. But to be quite honest... Right. Yeah, I'm back. Right, first technical glitch. The Gremlins were in the system. Yeah, no, going back to it... I was indecent, Nick, and um, that's that's the kind of overriding factor with it. Looking back, you're hard on yourself, and especially now, you know, being happy in life and happy with, not necessarily happy with what I've got and, and comfortable, but, you know, settled, it's 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 horrible, and especially kind of kids these days with all the magazines and Photo shoppings if I could check them and just tell them to be happy what they've got because they look brilliant um, and there's nothing wrong with them I, I would you know, that's the other end advice I could give to kind of youngsters and stuff these days It's you don't have to be like everything or everyone else or what everyone perceives this perfection because it's bollocks it's absolute bollocks to be quite honest you know, no one's perfect. I don't give a shit to you. Are, I don't give a shit to what you are. No one is. You can perceive perfection. You can strive for perfection, for perfection, but you're not. You're never going to get it unless you have a specific way of deeming what perfection is. So that's another little, another little bit of inspiration. No one's perfect. No one's perfect, especially not me. <laughs> um, but you can kind of perceive and and make your own realm of perfection. But it's the kind of way I put it, you know. So there is a way. There was a way and a, a kind of being of it. But no one is. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. But yeah, getting back to the to the rest side, like I say, I was indecent, Nick. Um, but speaking of comfortable, Jesus, I, I was more than comfortable, in Markham. I loved it absolutely loved it. The couple of times we did kind of venture elsewhere to other shows, it just wasn't the same. And I'm sure the people that were there, the ones that we went to, would, would be in a similar boat. Though it just doesn't feel right when you go somewhere else. Don't get me wrong, it's part of it. But maybe that's why I never did go any further. Um, But especially, like I say, in them early days, I loved it. You know, we did, obviously, student shows when I was coming up and then the, the main shows and, and such. And I loved it. The fans were amazing. The The general feel was just when you got there, like I said, the, the tingle, those hairs just stood up. And it was brilliant. Like I said, do I miss it? Yeah. <laughs> obviously, now I'm pretty much starting to wind down, starting to kind of move on to the next part of my life. In terms of you know, hopefully becoming a father and doing more adulty things. Not that I'll be growing up like Jesus. Ain't nobody got time for that. But yeah, no. Some of the best times, and I've met some great friends. Who will you know? Hopefully, be with and kind of class some of them as family until the day I die or the day they die. So yeah, no, I can't. Can't grumble in terms of wrestling. And if you ever wanted to do something that you were a kid, you thought, "Oh no, it's never gonna happen." Whether it be musically, whether it be wrestling, whether it be football, whether it be vo- go and do it. Especially now, find out where clubs are. Find out where you know training takes place. And once this is all done and said with and over, go and do it. Go and do it. Don't wait till next week, or don't give it till next month because you not quite fit enough yet, go and do it and get fitter. Get fitter doing it. At least you'll enjoy getting fit them doing something you've you've always fancied doing or always wanted to do, you know, because that was the kind of underlying thing for me. It's like, yeah, I loved it. I was getting fit anyway through my job, but it was another form of fitness that I loved. You know, you don't realise at the time, but the amount of work it takes, you know, and the amount of hard work, not just work, the amount of hard work it takes in kind of present wrestling, toughening yourself up, and kind of keeping yourself on in tip-top condition is is something else. And like I say, for that time, oh, I was in some condition. Like <laughs> it's it's like I say, it's it's a funny one to look back at. But it's like you normally you're never happy, and that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to never be happy with what you've got. Let yourself enjoy it is the kind of overriding overriding kind of metaphor I'm concluding with, you know, enjoy what you've got because something will happen and you'll you'll wish you had it. And I'm not saying that because I wish I'd have what I had back then, but something happened and it stunted it. You know, I couldn't enjoy wrestling for for, for two, three years, especially when I was under... House arrest, as I mentioned in the previous pod. You know, I couldn't enjoy it, but it was still my escape. I still did the odd show that I could, uh, that I could do. Thankfully, like I said, promoter was promoter was great and put me on early so I could get back home and and get get in before before my kind of curfew. But yeah, it was still even in the darkest of, of times. It was it was always there, and I was still still active and enjoying it to a degree but not in the sense that that nag, nagging kind of feeling is in the back of my head but you hopefully won't have that issue so you can go and fully enjoy it throughout um, no matter what in terms of wrestling I'll, I'll kind of go into one one story had a match in Markham Winter Gardens now if anyone does kind of go down the route of going and trying wrestling don't ever do a balcony dive. If you've ever been at the Winter Gardens, if you've been to like an opera, like an old opera kind of theatre, there's an opera pit. Or there's a pit where the band kind of go and the bandstand bit. I went from one of the booths that are to the left into the opera pit, missing all, all the mats that, that were, well, all the mats, the three mats that were there. Not that they'd help, looking back. And I did myself in. Jesus. Like, looking back, it's probably because I was in a fairly decent condition and in fairly decent nick that I <laughs> kind of held together. <laughs> because now, well, like I say, getting a bit older, as old people will say to you, oh, you'll feel that when you're older. there. And I do a little bit. I'm not going to lie, I've got broken fingers and broken toes from rugby and football that I feel... Um, I, I broke my arm when I was in school, you know. It don't necessarily bother me, but some mornings you've got to stretch out and it's <laughs> a nice little crack and a a second thought. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was just killer. And anyone who kind of may listen to this who was there, hopefully you'll kind of agree. But <laughs> yeah, no, about a 10, 12 foot drop. At at pace, might I add, at pace. Hitting chairs and a nice hardwood floor on the way down. Yeah, don't do that. But no, in terms of, like I say, the kind of sporting side of it and stuff, go and do it. Don't, Don't linger. Don't think about doing it or something like even if it's American football or indoor football, handball, basketball, go and do it. You know, time's short enough. If, if this current juncture in life doesn't instill that and doesn't hammer that home to you, I don't know what will. You know, there's schemes, there's places you can go, there's clubs. Find them out now while you're, you know, sat around not doing an awful lot and go and do it. Because you, you'll look back and go, I wish I did, I wish I did. Don't wish, do it. You know, don't regret the things you didn't, regret the things you did. <laughs> like me uh, but no in terms of that you know, you'll know, you find friendships that, that'll last the rest of your life on top of that it's just the bonus but no yeah it's a good one it's a good one to kind of go down sport and things like that because you feel good for doing it you get fit and if you make some friends out of it bonus if you don't then you might awaken that driving force that you've been lacking and um, and that may just kickstart your life again. You know, I'm 30 31, I'm 31 at the minute. And like I say, parenthood is looming by by the look of it. Being a proper adult, not that I'll be growing up, I'll be the biggest kid in the house still. But yeah, that that not cloud, but that kind of that times are coming. I'm not gonna be the youngest in the house, but yeah, no, it's it's exciting times. Like I said, for me, that's my kind of next step that I've that I'm that I've got coming in the forefront or to the forefront of my mind, my twisted little mind. But no, it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. For those who have kids, you know, you're probably screaming at me. No, you won't. I <laughs> guess I'll find out. But no, hopefully, like I say, this little bit has instilled a bit of either inspiration or infused you to go and do something. So yeah, hopefully it will have. Hopefully it will. Because I couldn't recommend going and doing something extracurricular to spice up life. You know, whether it be going in five aside side footballing with your mates, like I say, even if it's just training, not necessarily a playing side of a sport, go and do it. You know. Could always be worse, you can always get twenty years 30 years down the line and not be able to do it all at least at least you will have done it yeah you know, like I say, I can't implore anyone enough Just go and have a go, go and have fun, like I said at the top of the pod, there's eighteen nineteen twenty year olds who've done more in their short time than the eighteen ninety year olds have done in that time you know it's not the time that matters it's what you the individual kind of put into it and and squeeze into those those years, months, days, weeks. So go and fill them. You know, they're, they're not everlasting. Eventually they'll be done. They'll fill them with something. Fill them with something. Why not? And that's not being sombre. It's just a fact of life. Uh, but no, like I say... Inspire yourself because that's kind of another thing. No one's going to inspire you and push you. And you know, you may be inspired by watching sports stars or people you've kind of grown up with and been inspired by, but they're not going to make you do something, they're not going to push you in that direction or get you going. Get that drive, get that determination kicked up you know they may be able to influence it slightly influence influence it slightly by what they've done but at the end of the day you've got to trust in you you know you've got to allow yourself to be driven enough to maintain or be driven enough to take it up or you know strengthen your mind your body and your soul to go and do it and that's the kind of tail end of this to be quite honest um you know right foot left foot your body will follow go and do it go and do something even now you can do courses if you're looking to do educational stuff you can do courses online they're doing them left right and center open uni go and do it get a degree if you don't want to don't go and take up a sport. go and try something you've never tried it might be djing it might be creating music might be writing lyrics and songs. Go and do it. There's things and there's places and there's people out there that will be able to help you. You know, as so long as you're edging towards what you want to do, then you're going in the right direction. Being sat around thinking about it, you're never going to get there. Um, you know, it's a it's a horrible kind of vicious circle. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. You know, yeah, you should. Could you? Probably. So why wouldn't you go and do something? Or why wouldn't you pick something up? Or why wouldn't you follow up on something that's been nagging or you've been teasing doing? Perfect time. Perfect time. You know, believe in you. Do it. Let people question it, but use their questioning. The odds are they're probably jealous that they're not able to go and do it or they're choosing not to do it. You know, use that to drive you. Use people's doubts to drive you as a person, drive you in that baton you've picked up and are running with. You know, allow you to be fearless, allow you to build yourself and round yourself as a person uh, and build, like I say, use those building blocks to smash and hammer it home. Look, you know, you're going for something. That, you might not have six months ago you might not have a year ago go for it don't wait there is no day like today even if it's just looking it up and finding out what you need to do do it you know don't wait till the next Monday don't wait till the next Tuesday don't wait till the next week don't worry about it you know you might fuck up along the way you might not take up for another week or two but at least you've put the blocks at least you've you know took the baby steps to getting it any step, you know, like like I just said, the right leg, left leg, your body will follow. Any step is better than no step. And Just being sat on your ass, letting it toddle off. Because every, anything and everything is pretty much achievable, you know. So don't let it just pass you by. You know, depend on yourself. It's the only person you can. Obviously, if you've got a great support group around you, then they're going to prop you up. They're going to keep you going got doubters people try to just keep you down fuck them off use that to drive you and keep you going you know give it your all if you stumble it's because you care it's because you're trying you know I've fucked up numerous times in wrestling matches and sometimes through my own fault, sometimes not but you try if anything too hard for the things that you care about but it's not a bad thing you know you'll stumble brush yourself off get going again you know get going and get going where you want to be you know because what you're doing who are you doing it for if not you you know if not your family if not loved ones get up go and do it have a go and just see how it ends up you never know you might just enjoy it too but no you know there's People I know, 40, 50, 60 years who still don't know what they want to do in life or they've done something and chose to do something else. You know, I've got family at the minute who are flip-flapping. You know, They've just taken up new jobs or just taken up new avenues or are looking to do different things. You could be 18 listening to this and go, oh, yeah. could be 20, 25, 30, 40, 50, 60. It doesn't matter. Are you dead? No. You're listening to this. So look into it. Go and do it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll use him an example, but, oh, Captain Tom, or Colonel Tom as he is now, fuck me, he just done 100 laps of his garden. He's got a big house, for anyone who's, who's not seen it. <laughs> it's a nice big little estate, you know, and he's done 100 laps of that. I bet he didn't think twice. I bet he didn't go, oh, maybe I will. I might do it next week when I am 100, you know. Do it. There's no day like today to even just look, pick up your computer, pick up your phone and just have a look. For it, you know, inspire yourself, forget your celebrities and forget your influencers, fuck them, inspire yourself, and you will then inspire others. I think I'll end on that because that's a nice little line. Again, thank you very much for listening. Uh, like I said at the top in the preview, I cannot thank you enough. Like I said, even if you take a snippet of what I've said or a snippet of these, then brilliant, brilliant inspires you to go and do it then brilliant hopefully i'll do another one in a week or two or in a day or two might record a couple and save them ready but no thank you very much for listening hope you enjoyed it i hope you're just that little bit more inspired if you weren't before Uh, or it may have given you that little push go and do it be you be amazing go and create go and be the best you. Thank you very much. I shall see you all on the flip side. Bon voyage. Have a good week, all.